For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac, man, what the hell, bro? How you doing first, man? Hey, man, I'm good, man. There'll there'll be no there'll be no joy in Mudville, man. I mean, uh, there's no victory Monday this week, Doc. Um, You know, uh, football game. Football is football. We talk about people being on scholarship just as well as we're on scholarship the los angeles rams and uh you know it's back to the drawing board i mean it's one week kind of like we handle it let's get into it hey man uh, yeah everybody's on scholarship in nfl man but we played like yesterday like arizona has 100 cats on scholarship first teamers and we had like 25 cats on scholarship man because they beat our ass bro you know we end up losing 37 to 20 man we came into this ball game we undefeated at 3-0 they undefeated at 3-0 a huge early season NFC West matchup, man, two undefeated squads, a team that we had beaten, I think, like nine times in a row, man, up until yesterday. And Isaac, they came in so far and put a smackdown, beatdown, ass-whooping on us, man. Normally, we jump out on in, on people, but they jumped on us, bro, and they stayed on us, man. They put a foot on our neck. And it's kind of discouraging because of how well we played the first three weeks. And Sunday, ah, damn, dog, damn, dog. Well, Doc, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. You know, uh, it was just one of those days uh, from the beginning to the very end, just one of those days. It seemed as if, uh, you know, we just didn't have that that it factor that we had the first three weeks of the season. And uh, let's be real about it, man. They have a game changer in Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is a game changer, man. I saw this guy make plays where normally the, the normal person just wouldn't make the plays. But on third and 16, third and 14, uh, call his own number, extend plays, get outside the pocket. We're trying to corral this guy. But, he, I mean, he did everything to be uh, just the lead dog of that Arizona Cardinals team yesterday, man, making plays where there were no plays, uh, extending plays, uh, keeping drives alive, man, and just just finishing plays, man. So, you know, it's, 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 it's important that we really recognize the greatness of a Kyler Murray, Murray on this show and him being an MVP, MVP candidate already, man, because it, it, was a, it was delightful, man. We've seen the Rams play at a level already this year, but when you see an Arizona Cardinals team come in that's undefeated, that has been, been, been on the losing end versus the Los Angeles Rams eight consecutive games, I've been on streaks like that, Doc. And guess what? You get tired of it. So 
you know, these guys came in and they were making plays, man. A.J. Green, uh, uh, Hopkins, uh, Kurt, uh, but mainly uh, just Kyler Murray just making plays and extending plays and just his expertise, man. He really stood out. And big time, not only did he stand out, man, he stood in as well, man. He stood in the pocket and just clipped us, dog. You look at the numbers, man. Very, very efficient, 24-32, 268 yards. The numbers don't jump out at you. Two touchdowns, we were able to sack him three times, but we seem to always be able to sack him. But this has been a different Kyler Murray than the one we've seen the last couple of seasons, man. As we said, we came into he, – we, we knew he was coming into this ball game more experienced, more poised, and he showed it, man. As I said, the numbers don't jump out at you, just 268 yards passing. But the way he's able to keep plays going and – the way he's able to make plays when plays need to be made, that was the huge difference because his receivers then put up, you know, A.J. Green, you talked about five catches, 67 yards, D-Hop, four for 67. But it's just the fact that him making plays when they needed to make plays and breaking us down, our defense down like that for the first time. It's the first time I've seen him just really stand back there and kind of dominate us with not non-dominant numbers, man. And our defense, big test. Big letdown because, uh, like you just said, Murray gave him that work and he had his running game going because Chase Edmonds was gashing our ass, bro. Well, you know what? He looks, you know, it, it, it looks as if our defense was out of place. That's the way it looked. But I'm giving all that credit to a Kyler Murray because he has that ability to make you look like you're out of place, man. I mean, he has the ability to stand in the pocket and deliver passes over the middle of the field. We talked about that rifle cannon that he has, Doc. And, and that was a moment in the game where, you know, he, he's going up to the line, line of scrimmage, Doc. And I'm, I'm just looking at Kyler Murray. Five foot ten. He's a brother. And, you know, those two aspects of quarterbacking, uh, uh, not, and not very long ago, Doc, you know, we're looking to move this guy to receiver or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, we're, we're looking yeah. to usher this guy to the, the Major League Baseball playoffs, which is getting ready to start. It's October. So, um, and just looking at him, Doc, I'm, I'm like, man, this dude is David. That's who he is, man. Yeah. He, he's like a guy who comes out and he can be the best player on the team, on the field. I think yesterday he was the best player on the, on the field between two teams, and uh, he really showed up and showed out yesterday, man. I was impressed with Kyler Murray. I was too, man. I have to give him all, you know, all the credit in the world, man. As much as I wanted our Rams to, to win, and he just gave us that work, man. And uh, you're looking at two quarterbacks who have been talk, talked about as, you know, early NFL MVP favorites because Matthew Stafford, man, uh, since coming to L.A. the first three games, he was just absolutely dominating. Offense had been clicking, man, hadn't faced any adversity, any struggles until yesterday. The offense, man, really couldn't get going. Stafford ending up. 26 of 41, 280 yards, threw a couple of touchdowns. He wasn't sacked, but he was picked off one time. And his favorite receiver, Cooper Cup, they made sure Cooper did not cup check anybody like you. That's your time, your turn. They made sure Cooper did not cup check anybody because they cup checked his ass. Just five catches for 64 yards. Good to see Van Jefferson. Pretty good game, six for 90 and one touchdown. But, you know, our offense just couldn't get going, man. And Stafford. First time we saw a little uh, Jerry Golfis type type of performance. I know, bro. I, I ain't calling him him. Jerry Golfis type of performance. And they asked, Detroit still ain't won a game, but that's another conversation. But anyway, Stafford, first game he's been off, man. I don't really think there's any cause to worry, though. But his ass was off yesterday. 
Well, um, first and foremost, cup check is not my term. I said cupped. Cup. Oh, you said cupped. Okay, my bad. Okay, I'm super cupped. Cooper cupped. Okay, my bad. My bad. So, so, but, but here's the thing, Doc. I think you know, offensively, from a from a running game standpoint, I think we came out doing what we wanted to do. Like I said, every team uh, in the National Football League wants to establish a running game. We came out. Daryl Henderson looked. Look phenomenal. Let's be real, Doc. I mean, he was gashing the Arizona Cardinals up the middle, eight yards, six, six yards, seven yards. So had a had a real productive day running the football. Sony Michelle came in, although he gave the football away, but he was he, the, the running game was productive. And that's kind of where you want your offense to be. So it can set set up other things in your offense, your play action pass and everything else. So and like I say, just having a day where it just wasn't your day with the running game the way it was. And we not being able to build upon that and, and, and score points, uh, kicking field goals. It, it's just a day that it was the Arizona Cardinals day. Offensively, defensively, I think they harassed Stafford enough to really move him off his spot, get rid of the football a lot sooner than he wanted to. And they, they were coming after him, man. I mean, they're, and, and on the reverse side, the Arizona Cardinals running game was top notch, man. They, they came in with an idea. They wanted to run the ball against us. They probably watched film versus Chicago. Yes. Where Chicago had some success. And they came in with their running game. And whenever you let a guy rush the way that Edmonds did versus our defense, man, I mean, what more can you do? It's just an off day in all three phases of the game, man. It's burn, burn the tapes. Yeah, burn it, man. Chase Edmonds, yeah, we were chasing that dude. We were chasing his ass. 12 carries, 120 yards. Bro, that's an average of 10 yards a carry, man. Now, his longest one did go for 54, but still, dog, that's an average of 10 yards a carry. But you brought up the, the young Royal, the Memphis Tiger, Daryl Henderson. He did. When they said, oh, he's fine, man. It's just a pain tolerance thing. I knew then. I said, his ass getting out there because they saying you ain't hurt. You just got to deal with this pain. But he came out there and dealt with the pain because I'm sure them ribs still hurting. 14 carries, 89 yards, averaging just over six yards a carry. Toting the pill, man. He showed the vision. He showed the explosion. He showed the tough running. but my problem with that ain't got nothing to do with him. Come on, McVay, you should have ran the dude a little bit more, man, because your running game was successful and he jumped up off of it. That's the only thing I, I don't understand about what Sean McVay did on Sunday. Daryl Henderson coming out, he's toting the pill. Sony Michelle, three carries, 11 yards. Okay, that's cool. But Daryl Henderson, a different kind of dude. I think this like one of his best rushing performances. I know it is average for carry uh, since he came in the league. But we just didn't run the ball enough with Daryl. And he showed something yesterday like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm banged up, but I'm tough enough to go out there and play. And not only that, I'm tough enough to go out there and perform and play well. I think he and the offensive line showed a lot, Doc. I mean, we were getting off the ball, playing on the, on the uh, Arizona Cardinals side of the line of scrimmage and just really uh, imposing our will through that running game. I, I, I love what Henderson did come, coming in, playing through pain, playing, showing a level of toughness. That has to be shown in that position. I mean, there are times where you're not going to be 100 percent and you got to go out there and perform not only for yourself, but for guys. But one thing I would love to see Daryl Henderson do, man, is just finish off drives. I mean, stay in, stay in for the entire drive and don't substitute yourself. That's a mental thing to me, Doc. Yeah. You, 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 you gas him for eight, you gas him for 15, you know, you cross the 50 and you probably have to do a couple of pass pros. But then he starts feeding you again. Just go ahead and finish off that series, man. These are these are 
positions where there's a lot of competition where people want those jobs, man. They want those positions. So for, for the benefit of himself, I would love for him to just stay in and say, you know what, I don't need to rest this entire series. I'm going to play this entire series and finish it off in, uh, in the end zone. So I would love to see Daryl get to that level, man. I think he's not far from it. But what I've seen with the great running backs that have been in this league, Doc, they're not substituting, man. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a every down back. I'm a first, second carry, third down back. So I'm not sub substituting myself at all. Uh, when, it, when that run play, that 80 press, 90 press is called, it's going to be 27 getting that ball and making it happen. And I, I totally agree with you. And that's something Daryl Henderson, he has to evolve and progress towards. Like, it is a mental toughness, man. I know you may feel tired. I know you may feel like you coming, you need to come out, but bro, you got to stay in there. You got to tough through it because that is how you're going to go to the next level and being be considered a good NFL running back and stay around for a while and you know get that next check. So that is something I know he needs to work on doing. And as you said, man, just mentally it because uh, you know, uh Chase Edmonds, he didn't get the ball but 12 times, but he was gashing it. That's one problem on our defense that we have. Had a little trouble, man. When somebody make a decision and run the rock on us like Chicago was doing in Arizona, he only gave it to him 12 times when he got loose. Talk about that defense, man. You know, AD, look quiet. I mean, he, you know, hell race, but look quiet. We did have three sacks. He didn't have one. I'm Leonard Floyd got one. But just that defense, and uh, they were kind of, you know, exploited, and Kyler Murray got the best of them. And our defense probably, I don't know what kind of height I was on, but they, I'm pretty sure they're going to look at the tape. Like you said, you can't burn the tape no more because everything's digital. You just got to delete it and throw it away. But they got to watch it, man. And, and luckily for them, they don't see a Kyler Murray every week. But this is something they got to think about because we got to see this dude and his squad again, plus they're in the division. Well, I mean, for me, Doc, Kyler Murray, he affects everything offensively uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Their running game, their ability to push the ball down the field, their, their short passing game. He, he affects it all. So... First and foremost, as a defense, you have to be prepared to stop Kyler Murray. Uh, and everything revolves around this guy. So, I mean, your rushing lanes have to be important, like we talked about. But at the same time, man, once a team can figure out that, you know, you're keyed on the quarterback and they start handing the football off, man. I mean, that 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 goes opposite your, your, your game plan as far as, you know, getting after the quarterback. So I think and really believe we have to do a better job stopping the run initially and making sure that we don't give confidence to a running game because the, the running game is always a heartbeat of what a team wants to do. So if that heart can start pumping uh, to the to the level that it was yesterday for the Arizona Cardinals, man, it won't build, it won't bode well for any defense in the league. Now I got to ask you this now, is, is this something uh, uh, of concern for us or we're just like, okay, this just was a bad, bad, day i think i don't think we should be long-term uh concerned about rams fans because we have some vets on our squad not only do we have vets we got some pro bowlers we got some superstars we got some cats that they know how to deal with adversity so for rams fans listening i don't think there's something that we need to just worry about we just got our ass handed to us on sunday against a better arizona squad that was better than us on sunday but i think we'll be ready to play when we see them again i don't think there's really something we should be like, oh man, we a fraud. No, I don't think we're a fraud. I think we legit. We just got work. We just got worked out this Sunday. Well, you talk about being three and one at the end of four games, the first uh, first quarter of the season, man. So I, I think just about every team, if you're not undefeated, would love to be three and one, sitting where the Rams are sitting right now. And uh, you know, to lose a game to a team like the Arizona Cardinals, who I don't think nationally is getting enough respect. So 
um, they, they got the entire makeup to be a playoff team this year. And we've talked about all year, all, all season, just how tough that the NFC West is as a whole. Arizona is sitting at the top right now. So we, you know, we're probably looking at other teams, but you know, within this, this division, there's going to be a lot of teams getting knocking each other off and that's going to happen. But to be the Rams right now, to be three and one, uh, heading to an, a, a, another divisional game this week, short week. Hey, I'm pretty good where we are. I mean, things happen. Players are on scholarship just like we are. And I'm looking forward to regrouping. And I'm sure this Ram team will regroup and uh, re-strategize and go out and, be, and give us a better performance. Going to have to have a better performance, man. And also that, that offense going to have to be ready to play as well because, as you said, short week Thursday, we got the Seattle Seahawks. And, hey, shit, hell, Seattle, I mean, it's Seattle. And if our offense struggled a little bit besides the, the running game on Sunday, uh, we go, you know, we play Seattle this week, man. They, hey, bro, they, after four games, they got the number one defense as far as total defensive stats in the NFL. So it's not going to be an easy ball game, man. But another division game, uh, I guess the Rams, they'll probably think about the Arizona game and watch. But after, after today, you got to, hell, not even after today, in the middle of the day, you got to start looking toward Seattle because that game is going to be here in a couple of days. Well, it's it's one of those unique weeks where you have to prepare for two teams within one week. So you got you got games you play two games within ten days. So it, I mean, we knew it was coming. It's all about the preparation, making sure that you know guys who were nicked up, probably a little injured this past game versus Arizona, is a, are are available for this game coming in Seattle. I mean, it's a tough task, and uh, it's a Thursday night game where uh, you know the teams that travel, you know, the success rate isn't as high as it should be, but those are things that we have to overcome. You got, uh, you got, uh, like you mentioned, a veteran team, guys who know how to prepare. So I'm sure Sean McVay have these guys ready to play. And it's all about how you respond, Doc. Situations and circumstances like this where you get busted in the mouth at home versus a division opponent, it's all about how you return that returning blow. So I'm expecting big blows from the Rams when we land in uh, Seattle. And Matt Gay, your ass don't get off the hook. You missed the field goal too, man. So we were just struggling all over the damn place. Matt Gay, come on, bro. I shouldn't even have to mention your name, man. Kick, hit the field goal. You know, I'm, but you're a kicker, so that's why I'm on your ass. You ain't the reason why we lost the game. But hit the field goal. Anything else, Isaac? You want to add before we get up out of his this moody Monday? It's a moody Monday, man. Hey, man. Delete, delete, delete. That's what <laughs> I. Had. I mean, it, it just looked. It just didn't look right. I think there were some performances by the by the Rams, the individual players that. You know, should be highlighted. Van Jefferson is one. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr., that, that offensive line play as far as the run game is concerned. So there's some things that we can build on this week. But other than that, Doc, let's just get rid of it, man. We got our butts kicked uh, by a team that was very motivated in the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, I think they had this game circled. And uh, I think we're going to have to do some circling uh, next time we see them. And circle the wagons. We get, definitely got to circle the wagons. But, hey. That's going to do it for another great episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday until Friday. You with, you, with, you with me Friday, bro? After the game? Friday? Yeah. After day the after game. the game? Yeah, day after the game. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll praise it to the most. Right. Isaac is yeah. free. Until Friday, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money. 